body, spirit. The martial arts are a way of life. Attack life, not others, is an insight into that life with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. So many things going on with this show. Next week, we're going to begin a series. We'll call it Zen with Len. Yeah. Lenny Denote, really cool guy. And we'll go into who he is and why he's on the show and all that next week, of course. But I'm looking forward to that. So it's going to be Zen with Len. And then, as you know, we've got our 100th episode. That'll be here before you know it. I know. We've been doing the show for about two years now. Yeah, and most of all, I thank the listeners, you know, people who just have uh, been listening. Obviously, if it was just the two of us, it would be going, be going nowhere. <laughs> but we do appreciate everybody listening. With that being said, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And then, you know what? Please leave a review. Because you know what? Then that helps other people, like-minded people like yourself, find the show. Right. Or and if you uh, have a topic that you want discussed, you know, you want to refer to a particular topic, bring it on, man. Bring it on. I read this the other day because it reminds me of karate schools, martial arts schools, as always. I'm going to ask you to read this particular saying. Go ahead. All right. Confucius said, if a man have not order within him, he cannot spread order about him. Surrounded as we are by evidence of the disorders of our souls and our world, we feel the strong truth in those words as well as the possibility of healing that is in them. We see the likelihood that our surroundings, from our clothes to our countryside, are the products of our inward life, our spirit, our vision, as much as they are products of nature and work. Now, if this is true, we cannot live as we do and then be like we would like to be. Here's one of the things that hits me the most, you know, um, you, you go to a funeral and you hear these beautiful things that are being said about a man or a woman and you're sitting there and all of a sudden time stops, especially if you're really close to this person and all of a sudden you kind of get it, you know, you get it, you, you stop and you think, how could I be racing through things? How could life go by so fast? How come I never told him or her the things that people are saying to this man who is now gone, or this woman who is now gone. That to me is life in a nutshell. We run around so fast. We assume that everybody knows what we're really thinking about them or how we care about them, and we very rarely say it. Um, we're so busy and caught up with ourselves, and we are because it's who we are. Most of us, if not all of us, are raising a family. We're financially afraid. We want to make sure that we can feed our kids, take care of our family, build a home. Um, and most of the beginning of my life was all about that. Mm-hmm. And then when you get older, you get to calm down, slow down a little bit, reflect more. And then you have a show like this. That's <laughs> really what it comes down to, where you, you try to say, can anybody please listen to me and hear me? I'm, I don't have any more wisdom than you do. I've just been around a little longer. I've experienced life, some things that work and some things that don't work. Um, and I, I know this. The more I know, I know I know less. And when true mastery comes, or the idea of true mastery, it's trying to conquer that demon inside of you saying, slow down. My dad was one who would say to me, Tim, you got to stop and smell the roses. He'd say that to me all the time. And I was 36, 38, 42. I'd look at him and say, what are you talking about, dad, man? I got I to go. See you later. It's like that song, um, his father, and he was never around. And then he got to be old, and his kid was never around. It's this chase that we have between you know, trying to grab on to heaven on earth. It is a science and it is reflection. 
It is sitting down and taking at least an hour. Like you, we talked about this before. You've been studying the Sabbath. You shut down Friday at sundown and you share time with your family until Saturday. And you do things that most of the rest is population in this world. My gosh, people are opening up for Christmas now, four months before Christmas, and they're running 24-7. Yeah. There's no time to slow down. It's almost like you look around at the world and you get caught up in this system of things. And if you're not running on the same escalator, you're not allowed to be part of it. And you always want what you don't have. Yeah. You always want to be where you're not. You always want to be in a different time than it is right now. The grass is always greener on yeah. the other side. The grass is always greener on the other side. And, you know, true mastery is just like that. Going through that book and thinking about what, you know, Wendell Barry is the author of that book. And he writes so beautifully about things that matter today, the American culture. But the thing that's most important to me is to realize that nobody's a master. We're all working at it. Nobody's perfect. And we're all here on this globe spinning around. And we're all in this particular generation of time. And personally, I feel we're in trouble in the way we communicate. And I'm talking about everything. Uh, we're spinning out of control. Everyone knows yeah, it. It's well, not. We, we do. We, we, know, we, know, we know it, but we need to wake up. And to wake up means to wake up internally. You know, there's two types of clocks. There's the external clock and the internal clock. The external clock is your schedule, the pressure you put on yourself, the things that you think you need to do. They're running around. And what happens is, is if the external clock dominates the internal clock and you don't have any sense about that internal clock, you're going to lose opportunity. For instance, when I'm teaching, I'll have a group of students around me and I'll be talking. I'll be laying out my life about what is so important to learn here. It's after a two hour set and I'm sweating and the classes were just getting, you know, the point we're pumped up and I'm saying, we've got to do it this way. Li-. And then all of a sudden I'll see. I'll see a student glance at the clock. And I'm like, man, you know, not only is that disrespectful, but it's just like, what, what's this all about? Just give me one more minute before class is over. You guys have cats. I know you're, you know, especially yeah. Carol is a big cat big lover. Cat. Yep. Big so, cat, big dog lover, big animal lover. We'll yeah. take anything in. Well, the yeah. reason I'm saying that is we have one cat now. We've had many as you have as well, but right now we're down to one cat and my kids get a kick out of when they're petting the cat and the cat's loving it. He's getting all loved up and, and he's into it. He's, you know, purring and all. And then all of a sudden, poof, he's out of there. As cats are, they're finicky sometimes. We joke, like, what does he have an appointment? He had to be somewhere else. Like, what's going on in a cat's life that's so important that all of a sudden he had to go? Yeah. We're kind of like that. We laugh about the cat, but us as humans are like that. If there truly is something more important or you have an appointment or a commitment with someone, then yes. Right. But for instance, that student, where did he have to be? I don't know. I can remember I was scared to death um, when I was uh, 40-some years old and full of myself and full of speed and everything else, just like everything I'm telling everybody not to do. I was running to an appointment, watching that external clock. I was getting into my black Yukon, and I threw it in reverse, and bang! I said, oh, my God. I hit my daughter's bicycle. It was below the window line. Mm -hmm. I didn't know if she was on it or not. I threw the door open. I ran to the back, and I went, Oh my gosh, thank goodness she wasn't there. And the mm. fact is that I didn't know. Yeah. Stop me in my tracks. Like, yeah. where are you going? What's so important? And the bottom line, man, is just you say, okay, what's the answer? What's well, the answer? Here's, here's part of the answer. And these are the things I struggle with. You have five things that really matter. All these things are necessary. 
your mind, your body, and your spirit, family, and financial. Those are the five things. That's all. So when you look at your mind, clear it out. Clear the junk out. Try to fight all the distractions. Try to just get clear, if you can, for a moment. The spirit. Let the spirit open up. Listen to it. It's, it's, the spirit is not something you tell. The spirit is something that tells you. Give it some quiet time and just listen to it. Reach out to your creator. Figure it out. We're not here alone. We cannot be. Your body. Get it in optimal shape. Eat the right foods. Put the right stuff in it so the right stuff comes out. All three ways. Put the right stuff in the mind. Put the right stuff in the body. Put the right stuff in the spirit so all three come out the right way. Take care of your finances in balance. Ask yourself, when is enough enough? And more than anything, protect your family and the people around you. And we'll build a better village, a better community, a better world. Period. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on our way of life through the martial arts, go to hoovercarate.com. This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. 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 Steve Mittman social media.com.